I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. I want to talk for a moment about the sauna. And when you travel in Scandinavia, everybody's uh, wondering about, where do I take my sauna? When I was in Finland, my guide took me to the rooftop of a restaurant with a nice balcony overlooking the town. And below me, on the roof just across the way, there was the top floor of a business, and it was filled with well-fed businessmen cooked like red lobsters in their sauna. And she said, every business provides a sauna. I realized later that at the National Finnish Opera House, there's two saunas that are kept fired up all the time for uh, musicians and patrons of the arts to enjoy a little soak. I'm joined by Fred Plotkin for an insight into the sauna of Finland. Fred, thanks for joining us. Thank you. When I was talking about that little introduction to the sauna, what was your response? Is it Finnish? Is it is it Swedish? Uh, why is it such a big deal? Well, it was born in Finland, and sauna to them is sacred, and I mean that very seriously. In ancient times, childbirth took place in the sauna because it was warm and it was hygienic. When people died, they were dressed for burial in the sauna. There is an expression in Finland, first build the sauna, then build the house, because the sauna is what is life-giving. People can often keep food in there. It is the place where everything is maintained through the cold winters, Hmm. and it's the place where you clean yourself and then After that, you go for a dunk in the Baltic, in Hmm. a swimming pool, in the shower. And assuming you don't have a heart condition, uh, that is the best thing to do. Anyone who goes to Helsinki should get a Helsinki card, which provides transport, but also admission to the Finnish sauna society, where you can learn about the different types of sauna, five degrees of humidity, the cold soaks, the hot soaks, and then the pièce de résistance, you can be scrubbed. Mm. You have not lived until you've had a kindly old Finnish woman scrub you like you're a little baby, and you feel so content after that you go right to sleep, the best sleep of your life. Now, Fred, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm trying to analyze the uh, economics of the sauna, and my hunch is in a less affluent time, there were more public saunas, and today, in an affluent age, when the tourist goes to Finland, the saunas that he or she will be able to uh, enjoy are either in the hotel or on the cruise ship coming in, but most people are wealthy enough to have a sauna in their home. Consequently, there's not so many corner saunas anymore, but if you go to a poorer or a working-class neighborhood in, in the suburbs away from the center, that's where you might find a traditional public sauna. There are a few left. Um, my favorite is Ironkatu, right in the middle of Helsinki from 1928. But there's another one called Kotiharju, which is a wood-fired sauna, the last one that's public in Helsinki. And this is where working-class people go because once upon a time, they did not necessarily have showers in their homes, so they went to clean themselves at the public sauna. There is no whiff of sexuality the way there is in lots of other countries with sauna. To the Finns, it's purely something about hygiene, about pleasure, about relaxation. Now, I took the bus out to Kotiharju one afternoon, and it was quite a powerful, interesting experience for me. There wasn't any English there. It was definitely a working-class, functioning sauna filled with people who were there to, to do their soak and their relaxation. And I went in, and I remember being kind of awkward. I felt sort of like... Um, kind of like a naked Woody Allen without his glasses. And I was sitting on this concrete step, surrounded by steam and, and naughty wood uh, paneling and rusty railings and naked fins. And everybody had long, stringy, blonde hair pasted to their face. And I remember looking out and thinking, wow, I have no idea what century I'm in, 
but it's definitely Finland. It was a fascinating, wonderful experience. It's genuine, and in a time when so many things are created as prepackaged experiences, when you find something genuine, you do everything you can not only to be a part of it, but do everything you can to save it. These are landmarks that are part of our culture, not just Finnish culture, but world culture. And then afterward, I decided, in the spirit of Fred Plotkin, to embrace the sensuousness of it all to get that rub down you talked about. And this woman who was wearing like a, a fisherman's plastic bib, she put me on her table. I felt like a salmon being gutted. She knew how to hold my slippery arm with all the suds and so on so she could pull me up and scrub me. Dirt was coming off me in Tootsie Rolls with her with her Brillo pad mitts. And she worked me over and I was, I couldn't, I can't explain how relaxed and clean I felt after that. That's the scrub down you're talking about? Yes, but also as Americans, we're taught to be in control of our situations. Everything we learn in school is about control. And this is about giving up all control and just being completely treated as as an object of love and affection and not having any means of giving it back. You just give in and you feel blissful. There's no other way to say it. You know, that's a very interesting concept, giving up control. There I was. I mean, naked. Everybody was naked there. I'm laying on this big wooden picnic table, and this woman, who's just very strong and knows what she's doing, just works me over. And I just said, all right, here I go. Uh, When in Rome, do as the Romans do. When in Finland, let's go to the sauna. The Romans wouldn't do that, I assure you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you go to Finland, you've got an experience waiting for you. (laughs) We would recommend that particular sauna, I think. Koti Haryu. Koti Haryu. But also the Finnish Sauna Society, which is just outside of town and reachable on the public transport, ah. is another one that maintains that tradition. I guess if you're going to do a sauna in Finland or Sweden, you would, you would go Finland? Yes. All right. Fred Plotkin at fredplotkin.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. Each year, Rick Steves tour guides take free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Scandinavia, the Baltics, and beyond, one small group at a time. For a free catalog and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit our tour pages at ricksteves.com. <laughs>